So, what's the first thing you do when your phone rings? For me, every alert system in my body goes off. I feel like I'm under attack by an unknown enemy. Doorbell works just the same. Maybe you're not as introverted or neurotic as myself, but I'm willing to bet that you check your phone to see who's calling before you pick it up. How strange to think that just 25 years ago, caller ID wasn't even a thing. I mean, sure, the technology was probably around, but it was still in its infancy. It was not typical to see it in everyday homes. All that changed in 1996 when Wes Craven and Kevin Williamson released Scream. Scream didn't invent caller ID, but I'll be goddamned if you didn't see it on everyone's phone before the millennium. What a great premise. Mystery killer with cloned cell phones? In 96, that was some next-level shit that connected with audiences even outside of horror fans. That helped Scream bring in over $173 million at the box office. It was the 15th highest-grossing film that year. And for any of my film buffs out there, you know that 1996 had a killer lineup with titles like Independence Day, Jerry Maguire, Mars Attacks, Mission Impossible, the list goes on and on. If you finished in the top 30 that year, you were successful. Written by a legend and directed by a god, Williamson and Craven created something new and unique, while poking fun at the cliches of the slasher genre from the decades before it. Scream and all of its sequels were a large part of my childhood, and I know I'm not alone, because its impact on pop culture can still be felt today, all attributed to its creators if you ask me. Craven's oeuvre became a dynasty with decades of groundbreaking horror flicks, and I'm just glad that I was alive for this one. I'm going to close out this intro with my favorite quote from Scream, given to us from one of the film's killers, Billy Loomis. It's all a movie. It's all one great big movie. Only you can't pick your genre. Welcome to the Sloppy Horror Podcast. I am your host and your scary movie companion, Christian Ramey. And back for another week clapping them cheeks, the best producer in the world, Ozark Mark. What's up, Mark? Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another podcast episode here to talk about one of the greatest things. Yep, that's right. Movies, horror movies, you know, or at least it is in your world, Christian Ramey. Yes, and, and I imagine there's listeners out there who've been listening and they're like, man, are you going to pick a movie you don't fuck with? And I will. Good be- luck. Well, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> First off, good luck. And then second off, to be quite honest with you, um, that will probably start to come as more movies come out and I can review a lot more. Because obviously if it's a pillar or a classic, I'll probably like it to some degree. Sure. But today we are talking about Something created by a god, a horror god, if you will. This man, he sculpted this out, and um, uh, that horror god is Wes that's Craven. One, that's one burp, I'm telling you. You're going to get hit old school channel three with this goddamn remote. More that's, burps you might get, come out. You get three. You already got one. I'm sorry. They might come. I, it just happens. I get excited, and then, you know, I burp when I get excited. I, just, I burp when I get excited. I do. Okay. So Wes Craven... The master, I mean, each decade he comes out. In the 90s, he kicks it off with Scream. Scream, like it, love it, you gotta fucking respect it. This movie did so much, I mean, A, for the Halloween scene. How many ghost faces did you see out there? It changed 
a lot of fucking things. Caller ID tripled in the United States and all over because of this. Can you imagine? Like a movie comes out so large, was so impactful. Now there's caller ID. Everybody's calling their phone provider. Like, dude, I need to know who's calling me. Yeah. Because I'm terrified. <laughs> From a horror movie. That's so cool, man. Like, yeah. Not saying it wasn't existent. It didn't invent caller ID by any means, but it was not as common. No, it definitely invoked the fear of people getting caller ID. Because I remember back in the days, you know. Yeah, phone just rang. You didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever hear a landline call, like phone ring now? You're like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) Am I in a museum? Yeah, it's like, who the hell still has a landline? But I remember when caller ID first came out and everybody started having it, you know. Yeah, man. I, I. a very cool thing. I mean, pretense that, you know, you'd have to, what was it, like star six, seven to see who fucking called you? Or was that, did that block you? It was star six, seven and star six, nine. Star six, nine blocked your number from showing up on yeah. caller ID or the fact that they can't call you back, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous, whoever invent that, because it's always going to be as prank calls. That Like, why is that an option? <laughs> I know. <laughs> who made that an option? I know. Very cool, though. I mean, sure. it entertained my childhood. Yes, there's a lot of people maybe not familiar with that time. I mean, we're not old men here, but you know, maybe younger people are listening. I mean, my daughter is 15, and I think it's hilarious because her generation is so into the 90s, and it's like, oh, well, that's when I was a kid, so that's cool, man. I dig it. And this movie, she watches a lot. You know, she, This is one that she actually likes and identifies, and she is not anything like her father. She all the lights will be on after a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And she digs this one. It just speaks to people even now. 1996, all these years down the road, people still watching it. So let's talk about that lightning in a bottle. And I almost don't even want to call it lightning in a bottle because it was crafted by a god. It, it was, was thunder in yes. a jaw. How's that? Yeah, yeah. Thunder in a jaw. Try it out. Thunder in a jaw. Yeah. Thunder in a jaw. So... Wes Craven did, turned us down at first. A few directors did. This movie got kicked around a few times. It was originally titled Scary Movie, which is funny that that's what the parody ended up being called. But the original script for this was called Scary Movie. I could see how that would have worked. Sure, sure. So it got kicked around in a can. Some, uh, some actors, actresses, directors all turned it down. But Drew Barrymore seemed like the uh, guiding light. So she agreed to play in this movie. So Wes Craven's like, all right, maybe we got something here. Maybe we got something. Totally took the helm of it. So there's a lot of parallels in his flicks, if you ask me. I like to call it American horror. Like, obviously, it's American horror, but like Americana horror. Why do you ask? Well, I'll tell you. Please do. So you noticed um, Nightmare on Elm Street. If you've seen a Nightmare on Elm Street and Scream, this next conversation is for you. So you noticed how Glenn in A Nightmare on Elm Street comes up through the window Sneaks into a room like, oh, my boyfriend's sneaking in. You better sneak out for my mom gets back. Scream. Billy sneaking up to the window. He says, you know what you do to me? She's like, you know what my, your, my dad will do to you? <laughs> Classic Americana. That lays something with a regular audience. You or I, we can start off with a movie Chainsaw Swinging. We're like, oh, shit. You know, well, I'm in there right away. That's fine. But for your everyday crowd, they might be like, ah, oh, I'm not into this kind of picture. That's, that's not something for me. This appeals to everybody. Okay, so what made this work? Casting. My, like, not my favorite, but seriously. Had the largest crush and still do. You know, Nev Campbell is Cindy Prescott. She's like a perfect final girl. She's very smart. Um, And then you have, you know, 
Rose McGowan playing Tatum, her slutty friend. They play the perfect slut friend and, like, final girl combo. It works so well. Yes, I mean, there's, like you said, there's so many things, references in this. It's it's crazy. It's almost like it's a, it's the tribute to horror mm-hmm. of movies, it seems like. Because, I mean, I haven't watched this in a long time, and I'm seeing all these references to other classical horror movies, you know. I mean, the, it's the it's endless, like... It's multiple pages of references in this movie. Absolutely. Uh, and, and that's why they call Craven the Meta King. And um, not to insult Buddy's in- intelligence, but they may be asking, like, what is Meta? What is Meta Horror? And it's just the ability to, you know, Meta is when you're able to play off of yourself. It's like a wink at the crowd is pretty much what that is. And in referencing yourself within something. And horror does, and, and it did this throughout the whole thing. I was trying to count again last night because I thought that would be a cool thing to bring the audience. Like, there is this many horror movie references and clips in this movie. I lost track after about 20. I was like, (laughs) you need, like, two of those clickers, you know, those little hand clicker things. Seriously, dude. I mean, from – I and which I thought was really funny, too. You guys probably caught this, but, you know, Sydney and Tatum are having a conversation and she was like, "Easy, Sydney. You're starting to sound like some West Carpenter flick." And it, like, you know, you, you merge the names, and I just thought that was really cool. But somebody who doesn't know fucking horror or or anything, right over, right over their head, <laughs> boom. That was for me. It's that gone. was for you. That was for the people who knew what that meant. And they're yeah. like, "Ah, I see. Yeah. It's all a big joke, joke. This ain't real." Like, there's intent, but in the same time. When it gets to the intense moments, knives are swinging, the music's going. Wes definitely can build suspense and scare you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the only time I'll say Freddy again, but Freddy Krueger's fucking scary. Nightmare on Elm Street, scream very scary, but it had those Americana moments where you're like, oh, that's the boy next door. Well, he's his girlfriend's calling late and dad left the phone off the hook. Like, that's a total thing that people could fucking see. Like, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not like the cool, edgy kids. You had a couple of them. Like, Tatum was kind of, like, you know, edgier, but just more flirty, you know, more liberated, so to speak. Very 90s. Very 90s. So what else about this cast? Who else do we have going on? There's a character in this movie that I grew up to be, you know. I grew up to be <laughs> Randy Meeks. <laughs> And I always kind of wanted to be him. I, I'm not going to lie. I uh, mean, seriously, like when I'm watching it, you know, and I watched it, <laughs> it's like five minutes into him being in the movie, I was like, well, that's Christian. Like dead on him. You would definitely, I guarantee you, I'm surprised you haven't, just probably because you haven't because they weren't popular anymore, but you definitely would have worked in a video store. Oh, I know. Absolutely. <laughs> if this was like late, you know, early 90s, whenever they were at their peak, like you would be, hang- you're like, you know, the guys who always hang out in the smoke shops or you're the guy who always you know <laughs> hey kids you ever seen hellraiser yeah it's, <laughs> it's like a, yeah. what i'll rent it for you exactly you know where every movie is every <laughs> fucking thing is what's in stock you would be insane like that's your that's who you are basically not and it's like not only do i enjoy it but in the same light it's kind of like a tick like I, I'm really it, like it's just hard to concentrate on other films unless I'm like wait, wait a minute, wait wasn't she in ET? Oh wait a second, yeah she was in ET and then she actually you know in real life her brother is bluff like you mm-hmm. get in these Wikipedia wormholes and I find that shit really interesting because there's a lot more correlations in Hollywood than you would think and yeah. then you're like wait 
this actor and actress are brother and sister? I had no fucking idea. And I've seen them in a million things. So I get Randy. I've always related with him. And obviously he's played by Jamie Kennedy. And Jamie Kennedy is a funny guy. And he has a little humor in the role, but he's very passionate for horror. And he is the meta character. The yep. whole time, he's saying what not to do. Yeah. He's saying what not to do. There's and, a, and what's going to happen? Like He's yeah. calling it out. He's in the video store, and then he's talking. He doesn't know Stu's the killer, so maybe that was his one throw-off. He wasn't expecting a double killer, right? And you guys know the deal with this show. movie came out in 96, okay? So, you know, if, if that was a spoiler for you, I'm sorry. They already know we spoil the movies. Okay. Well, it's all good. So they're in the video store, right? And then Randy looks over and he tells Stu, he's like, oh, now that's just poor taste. He says, if you're the prime suspect in a killing, are you going to be standing in the horror movie section? <laughs> like He's like, he's on it. And then he's like, these guys, they'd save time if they watched prom, prom night. It's a very simple formula. And, he, and Stu was like, I think their dad did it. I think her dad did it. And he's like... Or maybe he's somewhere with his fingers chopped off and he pops up in the last reel somewhere. Yeah. Like he did in the fucking movie. He tells you what's going to fucking happen, but you're just like, ah, he's hard there. Right. He's, he's just some little... It's cool, though, Ken, him calling out the references. That's why, you know, it's a, it's like a scary movie about a scary... You know, I don't even know how to explain it. Right. But it's cool little, like, fun, you know, talking about horror movies when you're in a horror movie. Like, it's pretty, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. It's pretty fun to watch. <laughs> when he gives a simple, you know, and Randy, he gives that infamous, there are very simple rules to abide by to survive a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no drinking, no drugs, no sex, and, you know. I'll be right back. Yeah, <laughs> whatever you do, never say I'll be right back. And Stu says that, and he says, all right, I'll see you later in the kitchen with a knife. It happens. It's almost one of those, like, mm-hmm. moments to the screen. I mean, they might as well fucking do that, turn and wink to the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they might as well have the script on the left side of it, you know, just telling you. But if you're watching, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm referring to Mark and I, significant other. They are not, like, horror people. Like, they don't dislike Significant them. others. We don't have one. <laughs> you said significant other. We're not, we're not double married here, pal. We're not married to the same broad. Significant others. The I, don't others. Want, hey, look, I don't want the people to get the wrong idea. I don't think, you know, they don't, we're not... Whatever the multiple people are with multiple husbands, you know, double Mark teaming. and I's celestial life mates. Yeah. Partner. <laughs> what? Cele- well, say that again. Celestial life mates? You don't have, I don't think you know what that one means. Actually, what it means is to be one. Is that the definition? I have no fucking idea. It I, it's cool. believable to me. So I you actually, know when people use those fancy words? I use them. Like, you know how many times I've used fancy words and I don't know exactly what it means? Like, I really cannot tell you the definition, but you use it in a way the other person's like, okay, I gotta, I think I understand what you're saying. I'm. It's the same thing with horror movies. Things with words kind of get that, like, and maybe that's why we're here talking into a microphone. I've always been really intrigued by talkers, radio, and, like, when... I, it's easy to blow up on somebody and be like, fuck you, bitch. And like, that's easy to say. But when somebody can very elegantly just cut somebody up or like, oh, and you like pull that one up, I've always been very attracted to that because I'm 
in my head, I'm a volcano. And I like, so when I see somebody reserved and they're able to like hit you with that one liner, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> it hurts so much more. <laughs> it does. But when somebody throws a funny word out there, if I'm able to, sometimes it sounds like my brain will repeat it like three times. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, I just have to look what it means. And maybe right. I'll never use it again or I'll forget. But yeah. uh, my Google search has just a bunch of random words like that. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, wait, what? Yeah. Anyway, back to what you were saying about so, us, our celestial, celestial others. Mm-hmm. So, our sexual partners are not large horror fans. They're, I mean, they'll watch them with us and shit, but they're just, you know, your average, you know, girls when it comes to movies. I'm sure they like romance movies. I know mine does. I'm sure yours probably watches romance, action, mm-hmm. drama, that kind of stuff. Yep. This is us. That kind of like. <sighs> That show does that show make Rachel cry? Every woman in the world that <laughs> yes, makes they, ugly cry. Like I when know. that show is going on, there like, are wet <laughs> tears. Now, what I will I'm tell like, you, why man, are you watching this? Like it's making you cry. Like why are you? This is making you upset for the rest of the night. Why are you watching this? I don't I do not know. Get it. That's why. Like that's why I watch horror because it's not serious. I can't take that kind of stuff. No, I, I have to watch something that makes me laugh or is interesting. It's one of the two. Yeah, you're just like, well, Grandpa died, but he had the present for the boy's birthday but he didn't make it to the hospital you're like oh my god bro like that's horribly sad why would you want to watch that i don't I bet you the this. writers of this is us are on such a fucking high right now because they, they collect get in. women's i tears. bet you they, they do <laughs> <laughs> i know people want to go about those crazy conspiracies how people are into like pedophilia and like drinking the blood of children no the real problem is this these is us writers are drinking the tears of women you know they walk into that boardroom like how are we gonna make these bitches cry today <laughs> yeah it's exactly <laughs> they, they like you know you know what you know what really that's how it is i'll give you, a, you all of you boys and girls a nice little piece of advice or you boys well maybe girls too depending on what your relationship status is but if you're looking for some good makeup sex that you didn't even create come in right after this is us should be like get in the bedroom i'm gonna hug the fuck out of you oh my god I'm gonna hug the fuck out of you, <laughs> and and you know how that is. That's Pandora's box. You start with the back rub, and then you just work your way. In. You know that's that's how that's how you work your way in there. Yeah, you, you know, and, and and that's a prime opportunity because they're upset, but they know they're silly for being upset about it. So you can find a very cathartic way to release such. <laughs> so just a little tidbit, something to put in your sack. Maybe you do nothing with it, but if, if you want to, if you want to make it perfect, you come up with a ice cream or something first oh yeah chocolate or something mm-hmm. something with chocolate mm-hmm. they love chocolate way through a woman's heart through her stomach mm-hmm. with anything with sugar in it I think or cheese they do love it's either cheese. sugar it's either sugar or cheese if you could have sugar cheese like sugar cheese sticks please i'm like i mean i'm pretty confident my significant other loves me but if you had like a large plate of tacos with like surrounded by margaritas that might be a trap she might fall into, and I, I would understand. I guarantee you I could get a big margarita and put it under a huge box with a stick and a string, and I could catch that. It's either that or Starbucks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. There's <laughs> Something's on sale, and there's a margarita. Women Bam! will drive to Starbucks <laughs> over getting gas. <laughs> I, I, I've learned, because I, I will drink a lot of coffee, Mm-hmm. But I've just started to buy a lot more for the house. But it's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. 
But yeah. you know what would suck to be in your house and have someone call you and try to murder you? Uh, like the opening of this. That's, that's two. two. That's I'm two. Cocking I'm cocking so, back. <laughs> that's think, two. You really think I'm joking. I'm not. It is in my hand. I am throwing this at you. I don't care if I hit the candle, the microphone, the lamp. You're it's going to break everything. It's going I'll to take break the batteries everything. out. It'll make it lighter. Okay. Okay. Being resourceful. Mark, do you ever think about the opening of this movie and how fucked they would be if they were to call me? Or even you, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, if they call you. I was thinking about that when I was watching it. Like, imagine if you got this phone call. He would be so pissed. <laughs> Just like cooking my popcorn, like, hey. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. Uh, what day, What day is it, dog? <laughs> you know? Nightmare on Elm Street, 84, if we're talking slashers. But if you're getting into psychological terror, I'm thinking like... He's like, ah, oh, that's not where I want it to go. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, all I know is who's the real killer on Friday the 13th. <laughs> You'd be tied up outside and shit like, will you fucking let me go? <laughs> You're not going to... Do you know who you just called? <laughs> 47 minutes in. <laughs> He's a nerd. He doesn't have a life. <laughs> Come on, ask He's him. He's made three popcorns already. Like, come on. Ask him a math question. <laughs> <laughs> Death or untie me? Get me out of here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought that was really funny. But I think, I mean, we're not going to really, we will go, because these films definitely deserve all sequels. So it's the fly in here. Yeah, I got skaters. Yeah, I got rid of them. All of these sequels will deserve... Um, How many sequels are there total of this? Again? So there's four, and the fifth one's coming out soon. COVID fucks a lot of stuff. There's up. a new scream coming out. Mm-hmm. Same actors, same actresses. So who's directing it? Well, Wes Craven's R.I.P. So I don't know. I don't know who's going to um, who is going to direct it. I'll be honest though, I didn't I didn't hate four. Like it wasn't the best out of all of them, but I really, really like Emma Roberts. She's mm-hmm. an American Horror Story. She's not hard to look at i very much like her um and then i also liked one of the killers in it was rory culkin um and that's fucking i think it's rory um i don't know which one it is but it's macaulay culkin's fucking brother Hmm. so yeah yeah all those fuckers are actors same thing you fall into it on wikipedia you're like oh fuck Mm -hmm. um he's one of the killers and then a little girl from remember the titans hayden whatever the fuck her name i forget her name uh yeah. pattinson uh, she's got short hair everybody knows her will know her who you're talking about yeah yeah she was like the horror nerd girl in four and she was like schooling dudes on horror facts and i was just like you were pitching a tent real quick weren't you bro not gonna lie i would be afraid of that woman so, Rachel, next Halloween, dress up like whoever the fuck, watch that movie, dress up like her, mm-hmm. write a bunch of facts on your palm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there you go. That's his birthday present. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Boom. Needs to happen. She was gorgeous. But uh, Scream, all of them are really good at that because they keep the same casting. And this first one just launched such iconic roles with everybody. I mean, obviously, David Arquette is Officer... Dewey, yeah. not Doofy. Mm-hmm. Who's and the principal? What's his name? Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler. The Fonz. Right. Yeah, the Fonz. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I love Henry Winkler's death in this movie. I mean, I love him because he's such like a sweet dude in real life. I've never met him, but he's just a sweet guy from all accounts, from everyone. I don't think you could hate him. No, dude. You no, know, he's just one of those people that you just. No, how could you hate this man? His scream is. Ah! Ah! 
Like I love how he keeps. I love how he's just walking around and he constantly startles himself, like in three mirrors. It's hilarious. <laughs> yes, I agree. I think he's he's a great addition to this. There's really not a bad role. So I mean, you have Skeet Ulrich. He's playing Billy, and he was like. Johnny Depp Jr. pretty mm-hmm. much at that time in the world, everybody's like, he looks just like Johnny Depp. Yeah. And then, um, oh, 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 um, I was just talking about uh, Matthew Lillard, dude who played Stu. Mm-hmm. He's great, man. Another horror guy. He's in a lot of stuff. Even Scooby Doo. That's like you know, it's kids horror. It's getting kids into horror. Right. He plays Shaggy. Everybody loves Shaggy. Yeah. Thirteen Ghost. Mm-hmm. He was awesome in that. Yeah. I love that movie too. He's a solid. I like this movie is also Scooby Dooish too. <laughs> Very much you, done it. If you put any, if you put Scooby Doo music behind the ghost, whenever Ghostface is on screen, like flailing around, like those sound effects, it works so well. Yeah, <laughs> the multiple doors. <laughs> I I I love that so much about this, the Who Done It fact, because. I, I mean, it's kind of hard for me because I saw this movie like the year it fucking came out. Yeah. I mean, my parents, they were like in their tw- like early 30s. So they were still kind of like, it was like late 20s, early 30s for them. So they got me actually hip to it, believe it or not. And then uh, my cousins and I, we just took wind of it. But I'd love to see somebody watch it again for the first time now. Yeah. And watch them try to process who done it because it is such a good story. Like Wes Craven put all the males in black boots so you're like, oh, fuck. Everybody had an inkling that it was somebody. Like, oh, it's the main sheriff. It's Dewey. It's Billy. It's Stu. It's Randy. It's her dad. It's They tried to play you the whole fucking movie. And they do. They do. They, I think they did a good, a good job at that. Yeah, man. And it's such character build. Like, when they're having conversations between them, it's not... And I love campy slashers. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love to, like... <laughs> we're just being dumb. But these people are having conversations where you're like, that's what girls talk about. Or mm-hmm. like, that's what the cops would be doing. And then all of a sudden, and the, you know, the music will heighten and you'll see the boots. You'll, you'll see some shit go on. I, um, it's not Freddy-esque where it's like, you don't know when they're dreaming. I'm not saying that, but there's like kind of a moment where every, like when Tatum gets the beer in the garage mm-hmm. and then she's like, oh, you know, she's joking with the killer. Yeah. And then it turns into like, not a joke. And then it kind of turns hilarious because she gets her head smashed in the garage. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) I know. (laughs) You know what's really funny, too? If you go back and listen to it, just listen to, like, the sound effect almost turn it up because she's like, ah! And there's, like, water sound, like, squishing sounds. (laughs) Yeah. She had full-blown nips, too, going into that garage. No, bro. Could cut a diamond on them things. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's now, almost comical. Now, I I will briefly mention, because Sloppy Horror is very, very supportive of a lot of stuff, except for crack cocaine. Don't do that. Don't do crack. But Rose McGowan, who played Tatum, great career, all kinds of shit. <clears throat> this film was directed by, like, the Weinsteins, you know, creepy Weinstein. Like, not directed, I'm sorry, but, like, the production company was the Weinsteins, you know. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she had some not-so-great incidences with, you know, creepy Weinstein. So, um, that's very interesting. You know, there was a lot of these horror movies made by the Weinsteins. And, like, I mean, even The Burning was made by them. And uh, that was, like, kind of their first kick kick at it all. So, it's just, it's just kind of interesting to see 
you know, you don't really think about that when you're watching it. But, you know, she's young. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. So you're like, okay, well, I can see why they might have been fucking weird. You know what I mean? Like, you could totally see maybe some foul play happened. And um, so that's just kind of crazy. She's a great addition to the movie. Um, Courtney Cox, obviously. I mean, this is what... It's kind of sad they divorced or whatever. I honestly felt sad because these movies are so close to my heart. When Courtney Cox and David Arquette got divorced, I was like, ah, oh, that's <laughs> sad, man. Like, Dewey and Gail, bro. Like, the fuck? Mm-hmm. Work it out, God. What the fuck? I'm going to call him. I'll, we'll sit down. We'll bring him in the studio. We'll work it out. I want you guys to grieve your differences and fucking make up on this table. Yeah, you, get, you, uh, you work on that. All right. Well, I'll see what I can do. We'll get our people on it and see if, you know. It's not kidnapping. We'll have our people call their people. <laughs> you remember in Trailer Park Boys where he took Alex Lifeson from Rush? And dude's like, you kidnapped me. He's like, it's not kidnapping you. I'm, I'm just borrowing you for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just borrowing you. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that was good. So all these people work together so great. It's such a whodunit. You're wondering. And it could even be a girl. Like, you're not even doubting that possibility as well. Mm-hmm. Because that happens throughout the Scream franchise. It ends up being girls. So, very Scooby-Doo. Who are we going to pull the mask off at the end? Very yeah. human element to the killer. And that's um, some... We were discussing, you know, like, hey, he gets his ass kicked throughout most of these he, movies. He's, the like, the worst <laughs> iconic killer ever, like, as far as performance. Like, if he was, like, you know, he's always... He's always getting knocked over by other shit. Beer bottles, doors. He hits a door, gets knocked over by a door, falls on his ass. Very, like, Three Stooges. Yeah, like the Three yeah. Stooges is. But it's, Good reference. It's, it's, great to, it's great to watch. Like, he's, like... He gets busted is, with those bottles. Yeah. <laughs> he, gets, he gets hit by, like, everything. You know, they throw, like, a coat hanger at him. He's like, ah, fucked all <laughs> fucked up. You know, but it, it's so fun to watch, and... That's what makes Ghostface pretty pretty entertaining to watch. Like, he's not like, you know, tough fucking apex predator, Freddy fucked up. He's just very human, fuck up, average dude trying to do this. Yeah, and they die at the end of like each of the movies for the most part. So it's mm-hmm. like, that's, well, yeah, and all of them. So it's like really fucked to me to think like, oh, yeah, this is totally real. You could see somebody like being a crazy, like premeditating something, having a beef with you, and a human being trying to do it. Yeah, it's this This is a very situation that could actually happen. Yeah. Like, is it going to? Probably not. But it's a very realistic situation that possibly could happen, which I think add to the – because this mainly is a comedy be real an entertaining comedy but it does have that horror element to it and strike a little bit of fear in people and maybe not today but you know back then when it came out this is my fate like i'm gonna borrow robert zombert's term here um he said you know in the 90s they really started the dawson's creek horror you know where it would be like all these beautiful faces on a movie poster you know final destination i know what you did last summer scream you know all these kind of flicks where it's like Beautiful people, <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar, um, you know, obviously Nev Campbell, all these people. I think Scream kind of did it the best. It's the one. It's my favorite '90s slasher, probably. I would have to think about that over and over. I'm just throwing it off the top of the brain now, but I've just watched it so much, and it wasn't too serious. It was such a good movie, but it wasn't too serious. Yeah, it's it's a movie to where you could put it on when you're. 
you know, cooking, doing something else. You could have a full-blown conversation with somebody during it and still keep an eye on it, still follow it, still enjoy it. It's, I don't know, I, I, now it's background noise at the point, like, you know those movies that are like, you could just recite in your sleep? Mm -hmm. Even the music to all this fucking movie. Is there a bug in here? Yeah. He gonna die. Even the, yeah, I like that Red Right Hand song. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, hand well, is red, right like, hand. Yeah, I like that song, but the I, I watched that show, Peaky Blinders. Yeah, I did too. And Rachel it, loves that show. Uh, yeah, and it, it, it that instantly popped in my head every time I hear that song. Now. I didn't know you watched that show. Oh, I watched every season of it. I'm waiting for the new season to come out. Oh. Alf, Alfie Summons is my favorite character by far. Oi! He's a fucking big You're oh. like... Subtitles on that but show it, are a must. It's <laughs> no, that that's a great fucking show. Oh, I, like I love that it. Show. That's probably my favorite show that came out recently that I I fuck with. But everybody die. Anyways, yeah. Back anyways, to- back all the way back into the nineties. Boom, we're back. We're back here now. In the nineties. In the nineties. All all attributed to Wes Craven. Seriously, he's the best man. He's he's my opinion. He's the best. He is pretty fucking good. He's very good. I don't. It's gonna be a while till we get another one like him. Yeah, and you know, I, I love the way it, the the whole finale showdown at the end. You know, you find out it's Billy. You find out it's Stu. Billy has a great motive. Um, Sydney's mom. You know, she died at the you know yeah, a year so before this. Why don't you uh, give me a little synopsis of it real quick? Okay, I'll give a little people. breakdown. Yeah. A little breakdown for the people. So, you got Sydney. She lives with her dad. Her mother was murdered a year before. It doesn't give you exactly a whole lot of background about it, but you just know she was murdered. Okay? Then all these murders start popping up. The killer calls Sydney, references her mother. You know, shit about her mother starts to pop up. It's like a year, the anniversary for a year after her mom's death. Obviously, all these murders keep going on. She keeps getting fucked with, but at the end, there's a large party, and at this party, it's revealed that her boyfriend, Billy, and his friend, Stu, are the killers. Billy is pissed, and he reveals that he also killed her mother the year before because her mother had slept with his father, and that's why his mom split. So, crazy little twist there. Crazy little twist! I liked it. I didn't see it coming. I was like, oh, oh my goodness. It's the boyfriend. It's the boyfriend and his other friend. He killed all the people. They killed everybody. I like that. uh, And also in the final showdown when Randy gets shot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me also think a scary movie, too, with Shorty, where he gets shot in the lungs. He said, they shot me in the lungs. (laughs) He's like smoking out of his lungs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the first two scary movies were pretty good. Yeah, they were the best. They were the best, and that's it. Yeah, they, that's pretty much it. I liked The Haunted House. Did you see that one? That movie is hilarious, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Especially when you and me watch it together, rolling the whole time. The whole time. Everything is it, it, it's so goddamn funny. <laughs> the co- Dude's cousin was the funniest part. Um, Avion Crockett. Yeah, yeah. When he comes Where's all in. your furniture, cut? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, no, I love Cedric the Entertainer when he's a priest. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he showed his butterfly tattoo. He said, you see that shit? That shit's hard, dog. <laughs> oh, shit, she on that old bus a bus. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bustle bust. Nick Swartzen was hilarious in that too. The yeah, gay psychic. They had, they had Gabriel Iglesias in there at one point as a gardener. Like, oh my god, what a great movie! Uh, but why don't you get off your lazy fucking ass? Yeah. And tell me some interesting things. Some stuff you might not know. Yes. My goodness, what do you know here? Welcome to the What Do You Know. This is where we're here to tell you something that you may or may not know about this movie. And if you don't know any of this you're about to know, then you're going to know what we know. And then you're going to have a we-know-gasm. Oh, what do you know here? We're here to tell you the thing I just told you about. So, what do you know about this movie here? I'll tell you a couple things that I know about this movie. Tell me. Tell me. So this movie was around for a long time with the script, like we said. It was called Scary Movie. It was offered to a few directors. You know who those directors were? No. George Romero. You know. Dawn of the Dead. The Dawn of the Dead director? Yeah. Night of the Living Dead. The Dead of the Dawn. Zombies. 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 It was also offered to Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi here. Yeah. Sam Raimi. Yeah, he did Evil Dead. You know. Evil Dead. Why is there a lot of zombie people in this? I don't know. I don't know. So here's what happened. What's the thing with it? They turned it down. Drew Barrymore, the actress, she agreed to do the movie. And then that's when Wes Craven says, okay, maybe we can make something work here. Oh, Wes Craven, the man, the myth, the legend himself, yeah, is all know. up in this ma. What do you know about Wes Craven? What do I know about Wes Craven? Oh, see, I got a fact here that you may or may not know or may have not have noticed because, you know, you're not paying attention. You're touching yourself. You're eating the fucking stuffed crust pizza. What can you do? Your dog shut on the floor. You're distracted. You might miss it. Don't so, you hate that? Yes, I do. But, so, when we're talking about the scene where the principal, you know, the fawns. Hey. hey. He's in there. He's getting startled by a bunch of mirrors. He looks out in the hallway, he hears a noise. There's a janitor out there. He goes, what, not me, bitch? It's actually Wes Craven, that's cameo. That's Wes Craven mopping the floor, dressed like Freddy. Boom, it's there, and then it's not. Wes Craven, dressed Wes just Cra- like Freddy Wes Kruger. Craven was mopping the floor as Freddy Krueger in this film. That's pretty fucking interesting. I know it's interesting. That's why I told you it's interesting. Guess who else is in this movie? Guess who else is in this movie? I don't know. Who? America. Um, America. Well, uh-oh. That's how I sneeze. I'll tell you who else is in i tell you who else is in this movie. Who else is in this movie? You ever seen a film or heard of a film called The Exorcist? Yeah. The Exorcist? Yeah. Linda Blair, the little girl who plays Reagan. Now, believe it or not, she was a little girl when that came out, but she grew up to be a, a woman. Yeah, that's usually how it works. Yeah, I well, wasn't... it used to work. It used to be a one hundred percent guarantee. Hey, it's oh. not the same anymore. Now you look. Now you're batting maybe you know six eight. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Well, she's in this movie, and she's one of the directors. I mean, I'm sorry, one of the interviewers, like the news anchors. Which I'll... one? 
So when they're outside of the school and Sydney shows up, Dewey brings her in. This is after all the incidences and, you know, and, 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 and incidents. And then the director, the Jesus Christ, I can't talk over here. Will you just get yourself together here? I'm upset. Honey pie. Honey pie. I'm upset. Okay. So the little interview TV anchor that says, Sydney, how does it feel to almost get slaughtered and, you know, torn to pieces or whatever? And she says, the people have a right to know. That's Linda Blair. That's her. She's grown. She's grown up. That's insane. No more pea soup. Right over your head. Who would have thought? Your brain can feel the breeze. Who would have known? What a fact. What a fact. I'll tell you. Beautiful stuff. These things you know now, you got to feel fucking smarter. Get a job at a library. You're that smart now. Librarian. Just like the movie The Page Master. A libertarian librarian. What else are some pretty good facts? I think the people could nibble on. Maybe they knew hey, them. Great, great facts. That's just the top of the... That's the just the start of the popsicle. You haven't even got to the Tootsie Pop yet. You great gotta answer. do that on your own. Great answer. Yeah. Good answer. Good, good answer. answer. Salad. <laughs> okay. But anyway, that's what we know here. That all you know here. Yeah, I think that's good. Then that's all we know here. Okay, well, we're going to see you guys the next time. Whoa. How smart do you feel? Extremely smart. (laughs) Glad I'm not the only one. Glad I'm not the only one. Okay. You know what's actually really kind of interesting, Mark, that I wanted to do? This is actually two years ago. So the house that had the party, the final showdown, apparently... It's someone lives there now, obviously. Some people live there, but they rented this fucking place out for like a giant, like, scream party. Like, I mean, it was private, and the tickets were kind of pricey, so they probably weeded out a lot of the riffraff. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it was like a giant thing, and they like took you around spots of the house and had this fucking thing. And I remember seeing it just being so jealous because I wasn't like able to make that. And I was like, dude, you know that like meme where it says, stop, I can only get so erect. (laughs) Like, <laughs> <and so, laughs> felt like, uh-oh, uh-oh. So I, and there's a lot of neat things like that popping up with some of these locations. And it's like, that's kind of neat. That's one cool part about the internet. Like, yeah, it would take a lot to know in, like, 1988, like, where the film was filmed, or, like, where the movie was filmed, unless it was, like, a major location that you see. But if it's, like, kind of random, you're like, where the fuck was this shot? Where was this house at? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know where Ferris Bueller or Cameron's house from Ferris Bueller was. Yeah. In which I swear, that's our relationship a lot of times. You outside of, or Cameron outside of his car, he's like, he's going to keep calling me. (laughs) 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 That's one of those movies. (laughs) It's very relatable, but that's kind of, it's kind of neat though, man, to really, to have that opportunity to research something. So I kind of want to do that a little bit in our, you know, our future our buddy Joe, he's like, dude, if you guys go to that fucking Camp Crystal Lake thing, I'll go with you. I was like, are you serious? He was like, yeah, man, I'll go with you. I was like, fucking hey. Uh, he's like, it's so random, like what people are and aren't aren't interested in, especially if they're not like horror nerds. Like people are like, hey man, I listened to this or watched this video of yours, and that's sick. And you're like, oh, that's crazy. I never even knew you were like. Like, you know what I mean? Because you don't, like, push it too much to, like, or I, I, I don't to my close friends. Is like, I don't try to waterboard people. You know, I want natural horror fans. But it's always random what people like and don't like. 
And I think that would be cool as fuck to go out to some of these locations. Props to the fucking owner of that Scream house for being like, hey, man. I mean, it's probably just for money. But at the same time, you don't have to rent Dude, your house. I, I would rent, I would make that shit an Airbnb now. Yeah. Advertise it as a Scream house. Same, th- I, I think the same thing with that Nightmare on Elm Street house. Because part of Halloween was shot in it, too. Like, because just real briefly, we told you how, like, the Halloween movie, there was a TV cut, and they shot extra scenes for the TV cut to make things make sense for the parts that they cut out. Yeah. Long story short, they shot in a house, and that house is the same house that they shot Elm Street, right? Like, don't you think you could just give, like, a once-a-year tour? Make tickets 500 fucking dollars because people are, like, $300 because people will still pay it. Like, honestly, like, if I was comfortable and I had it like that, like, yeah. I would totally go. Sure. I would totally go. It's not like all the time I would do it, but if it's a once in a blue moon, I'd be like, dude, I want to go here. I want to see that location. I'd like to be a part of it. Weed out the riffraff. So hopefully they do that again with the Scream House. Um, and, they, and, they would have to. I mean, come on. Are you able to tell the difference between the ghost face masks? Because they're different in each movie. I s- it's very slight. Yeah. I knew there, I knew there's something different about them. Just in the back of my mind, like that kind of looks different, but it doesn't. You know, I don't. I don't. Gonna, not gonna, I'm not going to sit there and dissect it. It don't really bother me that much. But you know, in my horror collage, I got one down here. Yeah, it's just like let me go with the classic, dude. I'm telling you, back in the back in those times when this movie was more, you know, more relevant, I guess you could say, sure, more fresh. Ghost face masks everywhere. Oh, fucking Halloween, brother. At, yeah. Like, there was some... You remember the ones where you can, like, squeeze and the blood would go through? Yeah, I, I, my, <laughs> I went trick-or-treating one year. I, of course, I always had a clown mask, but uh, one of my buddies at the time, he had a one, that scream mask just gushing the blood out. It's pretty cool, man. It is very cool. It's such a cool-looking, like, mask, though. It's pretty dope. Very simple, but that ghost face is just... It's pretty cool-looking. You know what I love about ghost face? What? His knife clean. With his gloves. That is my favorite, dude. That's but, my favorite thing about this movie is is just it's only and I think he only cleans it twice, but that's just like why is it just, so cool? I don't know why it's so cool. Just <laughs> it's, the, so dope. it's just the combination of go, of ghost face and just it's I mean how how fucking raw I guess you could say is that is the fact or killer like like badass I don't know the word to describe it but the fact that you just stab somebody you look at your next victim and you clean it with your glove just it, it just shows like you've done it before like yeah. you, like it was like a routine thing like yeah. you know just like I don't know what about that dude but that is just so sick you know it's like kind of fun that conversation like so after Drew Barrymore is killed what she's a high schooler all of these are high schoolers why in every movie they make a high school movie they always use like 25 year olds and shit <laughs> like walking around with d cups and shit and fucking muscles fucking you, you know and what i, I mean? would be seniors in high school if we were like in a movie right now if i shaved i could probably pull it off cuz i got a baby face yeah 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 me too yeah, a boyish good features, a boyish good looks. Yeah, um, I always, I always thought that was just stupid. <laughs> like, why don't you get actual like, get eighteen year olds if you're gonna put sexual shit in it just to, for legal purposes? But I mean, at least don't go over eighteen. Fuck, sure, like help it out. Sure, I mean, I no complaints with this movie, but for a lot of them, yeah, yes, I always yes. thought that's crazy. <clears throat> I think that's that just shows. 
the knife clean shows that this motherfucker's done it. Mm-hmm. He's super confident what he's doing. But at the beginning, when they're all talking after Drew Barrymore gets killed, and you know every student and classmates like getting interviewed by the police and principal, like just kind of like casual, but they're just kind of trying to find answers. Mm-hmm. And they're all talking amongst each other, like, "Hey, did they ask you if you like to hunt?" And one of the girls is like, "Why would they ask you if you like to hunt?" Because like we heard that she was gutted. <laughs> you know, you're like, "How do you?" gut someone sydney asks and right there that kind of gives final girl um like premonition because she's like naive yeah like she's like you know what i mean she doesn't understand and it fucking stews like it's where you cut them from grind to sternum and like this real like melodic pianic music like stews the horror movie guy that's you right no no that's randy oh that's right matthew lillard Yes. Who is it? I'm getting a little woozy here. I, yeah, I get them mixed up. What's his name again? I'm sorry. Uh, Stu. No, Stu. not Stu. No. Matthew, Matthew Lillard in real life. No, not Stu. The guy who's the horror movie guy. Randy. 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 Okay. Yes. Randy. Randy Meeks. Yes. I love when Randy says, "You're alive. I'm alive. I've never been so happy to be a virgin." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he is the, that is the fun, I love that part too. He's like always on it with, um, you know, the horror, like the dude with the horror movies, dude was like, when do we see Jamie Lee's tits? He's like, not in this movie. Like, <laughs> she was always the virgin in horror movies. I love if I was, okay, now Stu, the other half of Billy, I'm getting right. I love when uh, it, it's toward the final segment and he's, ble- and he's bleeding and, you know, they're talking to Sydney on the phone. <laughs> And Sydney goes, what's your, what's your, what are you going to do? The cops are on their way. You know, how are you going to get out of this? He goes, I'll, ju- I'll tell him it's peer pressure. I'm sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> My parents are going to be so, so mad. <laughs> you know that part that, um, the part that was really funny to me? What's up? Um, when he got hit with the fucking phone, that was all improv. Like, yeah. so when he was like, you hit me, like, because he didn't mean to throw it. Like, yeah. it, like he meant to put it down, but it, like, slipped out of his hand because yeah. there's so much blood. He's like, you hit me with the phone, dick! <laughs> and it worked. It did work. It worked p- perfect. You know oh, what? Yeah. You know what part fucking hurts the worst to me? What's that? When Sydney gets a little fucking fire under her ass, mm-hmm. and, she fu- and she pops out of the closet. She fucking stabs what's his face in the chest with an umbrella so she pops out of the closet she stabs him in the chest with an umbrella and it like makes this fucking i I like this imprint into his fucking chest it's the worst thing ever dog like i don't know i've just never seen like a uh umbrella used like that like it was like fuck dude like yeah they're not really that sharp enough either so it's a dull ass end of a That is pretty brutal when you think about it. Dude, yeah, and he's, like, not expecting it. She, like, pins him to the wall with it. Oh, yeah. What force. And then she, like, digs her finger into it, like, not (laughs) into the bullet hole. Yeah. And he's, like, Randy, like, after he's down and dead, and he's, like, careful. This is the part where they always come back in the movies or whatever. And he pops, ah! (laughs) (laughs) She shoots his ass. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) That's funny as shit. So Christian Ramey, I mean, you know, we gotta, we gotta do the damn thing here. Sloppy horror rating, baby, yeah, yeah, baby, it's right here, one, two, three, in the place to be, the place is sloppy horror rating. 
This is the little segment of the show where I ask you what the hell you rate this movie in four categories. Three categories are worth three points. Last category is one point for a total of how many? Ten points altogether? Yes. Yeah, it's ten points altogether. That's the final score. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you. Anyway, so let's get on to the first category, Mr. Horror Nerd Chris Ramey, and that is casting for three points. What's up? Casting. We've discussed this this whole movie. I don't know if you can get more fucking ideal. This is a three out of three, undoubtedly. Like, there's no even, like, way to question it. You could take two of these actors out, and it's still a three out of three. It's that good. Across the board, every character was thought of. Everybody was put in the right place. Drew Barrymore getting killed at the beginning throws everybody off. They're not expecting a, a you know a lead actress to die. You just don't expect that. Very psycho esque. Yes. You know, and you're like, well, the 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 lead character died. Holy fuck. You know. So. It's one of those things you weren't expecting. Right. Three out of three. Wild card, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Three out of three for casting. That moves on to the next category, which is kills. Kills. I'm going to think about this one, but to be honest, you know, this is going to be a pretty high up rating too. You know, the, you have a garage kill, you have Henry Winkler, which it wasn't like that graphic, but you know, you're not expecting this fucking old, cause you almost thought he was a killer for a second too. After he yells at the kids, yeah. you know, you're like, Oh, you know, mm-hmm. he's kind of aggressive, but in general, he's like a sweet principal who's sympathetic to those girls. He was actually a sweet guy. That's why he's being mean to those kids. So, um, his yeah, Drew death Barry, was pretty. Yeah. Drew Barrymore's death was probably the most brutal one. Oh, for sure. I mean, um, the hanger from a fucking tree. Yeah, and gutter and stuff. The other ones are usually either gunshot or or stabbing, except for but the garage even, kill. I mean, that was pretty cool. But too. Kenny gets his fucking throat slit and thrown on top of the van. This is three yeah. out of three. I mean, you got throat slits, garage kills. I mean, you got hanging from a tree. You I get mean, there's... stabbed with an umbrella, then you get stabbed, then you get shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a, a TV smash on the head with electricity. <laughs> Dude, that would hurt. Those big-ass TVs. Ooh. Oh, fuck, dude. You're dead. Those big glass screens. You're Man. dead. Oh, yeah. That's a 60-fucking-pound TV falling on your face. Yeah. Like, that's, it's over, buddy. All right, cool. So three out of three for kills. So that's yeah, a total of six points. It's it's uh, it's moving right along here in the race. Let's go to the third and final category. That is fear. So this with fear, I got to think honestly here. And I'm not... I'm not rating it from 2021. So, that you know. I, oh, you're going back to 1996. And I think, um, honestly, it's a it's a two. It's a solid two because it's not terrifying. It's not going home with you terrifying. No. But it is very suspenseful. And if you're watching it, you kind of do have those moments, especially in the 90s where you're like, oh, my God, like, what is that dog? Like, that's, you know, that's crazy. Yeah, and I think it does kind of, it does add that realistic element to it slightly mm-hmm. to add to a little bit of it. Yeah, absolutely, man. So two points. Two points. That's eight points total. Wait, no. Yeah, three, three, six plus two is eight. So one category left. Does Christian Ramey fuck with this movie? I do fuck with it, man. Christian Ramey fucks with this 100%, movie. 100%. 100%. I love this movie. It's a part of my soul. I could repeat, like, you could mute it. It's one of, it's one of those movies for me. You can mute, mute it, and I could repeat it. I love this movie. So, absolutely. So that is a total of nine 
out of 10 for Scream, 1996. That's right, man. You heard it here first. Yeah. On Sloppy Horror Podcast. Mm-hmm. Rating. Mm-hmm. Even That's right. Even though it's like 20-year-old movie. <laughs> you still heard it here first, bitch. Yeah, if you haven't seen it. <laughs> no, seriously, if you haven't seen it, what the fuck? Or if you haven't seen it in a while, go back. Yeah. Very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, man. You forget about life goes on. You forget about how great some of these movies are enjoyable to watch. Yeah, they still float, man. Oh, yeah. Still floats. They don't sink. They stay afloat. They never break. I, yeah, I love this movie, man. I really do. I could speak about this movie for 12 fucking hours. Very good rating. 9 out of 10. Mm-hmm. It's official. So what do you think, Ozark Mark? What should these people be excited for? You've said it a million times. They already know what to be excited for. Mm-hmm. They know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know what's happening. If you're not watching this on YouTube, I want you boys and girls to do us a favor and go on to YouTube. Check it out. There's going to be more fun content that's coming out. It's like Yes. Look, stay stay boomed, okay? Because, uh, you know. Get your- Let's pull the curtain back a little bit, Christian Ramey. Is this our primary job? No. Sadly, it's not. No, but we're working crack. on it. We're working on it to dedicate full amount of our time into this show. But we're not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. But we're trying our asses off for you, boys and girls. Mm-hmm. It's all for you, guys. It's all for you. Mm-hmm. Just remember that. So stick with us. Stay booned. You never know when new t- content's going to pop up and entertain your asses. Mm-hmm. Oh, because believe me, it will. Hey, and also, too, I'm All gonna... these ideas brewing, you just don't know what's going to happen next. You can't take us anywhere. You can't take us anywhere. No, seriously, though, if you guys are listening to this on Apple... I'd, we'd very much appreciate an honest review. Whatever you guys think about the show, you know, lay down on the reviews. That would be very much appreciated because Apple will uh, help us out in the algorithm as well if there's more ratings. So we appreciate that, man. Let us know what you think. What'd you think? What's going on? Well, hell yeah. So you guys know where to find us. We're going to be back next week with something interesting, something fun. What is it? Don't tell me. I'm not. Leave them in suspense. Uh huh. We're gonna be back, boy. We're gonna be back. We're gonna be back up in this bitch. Back up in this bitch. Back up in this bitch. Huh? Back up in this bitch. When? Back up in this bitch. Next week. Back up in this bitch. Uh huh. Back up in this bitch. Fuck scare shit. We were making a look. We were getting crazy. That was hot fire right there. Nowadays, Ah. shit. That's how easy it is these days to make a rap song. All you got to do is be catchy. Somebody's going to be saying, back up in this bitch. Back up in this bitch. Say what? Back up in this bitch. Next week. Back up in this bitch. We'll see ya. Back up in this bitch. Goodbye. Back up in this bitch. Back up in this bitch. Back up in this bitch. Ah.